I just want to say, like, I really miss you guys. I want to start this off a little soft. It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian motocross race review featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Gold with your host, Ken Ken. Woo! Welcome, everybody, to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, my name is Ken. It's been a while, but as usual, we have uh, the Canadian motocross personalities that everybody knows and loves, Galdi and Noof. Uh, so, like I said, Galdi, it's been a while. How was the break for you? What did you, what did you do? What Staying busy with ammo and all that kind of stuff? How was the break? I just want to say, like, I really miss you guys. I want to start this off a little soft. Like, I, I'm not a hugger. I, I'm not sensitive, but I miss you guys. I miss your voices. Um, Ken, you sound fresh and I'm excited to hear Ryan, you know, I, I just like, I'm really, I really feel good about this one guys. Like I'm really warmed up to it. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, right on. Oh, you're excited too, eh guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jerk offs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been good. I've been busy. Yeah. Ammo has been rocking. Uh, we just got back from, uh, I was at Santa Lee just yesterday and 700 entries, uh, finished off our baseball with a uh, second place in the championship. We lost in the final. Uh, there was a couple little pushing and shoving, uh, fisticuffs. You know what, you know, what's funny. I'm going to start this off. You know, what's I've come to the conclusion, fellas and new You don't ever really do things like this. Uh, you're not outside of the motor world, but I, I play beer league hockey. I play, I join a beer league baseball. Like, I like getting out and doing things and just hanging out. And of course, yeah, throw some, some cocktails in, but I don't know what you expect when you put a group of say 50 guys and you allow them or, or sorry, not allow them because they're adults, they can do whatever they want, but they start drinking at 8 AM. <laughs> yeah. And then what you expect to happen at about 3 PM or 4 PM in a championship game, like there's some people that just shouldn't drink altogether. Yeah. And then there's some after drinking for six, seven hours are complete assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, there's fisticuffs. And I'm at this baseball game and there's kids everywhere. Or there's families. They got barbecues going with hot dogs. And there's grown men just fighting. literally wanting to fist fight and swear <laughs> and steady. And I'm just standing there just like, what is going on around here, man? Like, this is supposed to be fun. Like, there's no, you know, the Blue Jays scout isn't in the stands, boys. Like, no, looking to exactly. hire us. Yeah. It, it was pretty comical. This is like two weeks ago. I'm just laughing at these guys. They're yelling, F you, man. I'll take you in the parking lot and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, I go, this is why you don't allow people to drink for six or seven hours a day. Like, um, even at the Red Bud MX of Nations, Noof, I don't know if you saw a fight all weekend, but I don't remember seeing a fight at the no, motocross I tracks. I didn't see any fights. I just saw your performance. That was the only one that sticks in my mind. Well, that was that was <laughs> nothing. But that was just beautiful. Like, I was like watching a ballet or or anything i was you know tuning in on that but you you I just you didn't have the uh <laughs> you didn't have the balance to fight at that point no i think if if someone took a swing at me or if i had a swing i would have went ass over tea kettle well <laughs> sort of like i did when i was riding the bike yeah but um i don't know it just that was one of the funny things that's happened uh since our last pod and i just like god some adult men are just fucking idiots man yeah. just idiots when they drink like what in the absolute hell 
but whatever. It was entertainment for me, I guess. And and I get, you know, I'm not one to talk. Yeah, the old red butt, uh, red butt experience. But you go to a motocross track, barely any fights break out. People drinking all day a, long, and no fights drink. I don't know if our community is different, but you go to these other things, and it's all about who's got the bigger dick and who can fight and this. And, oh my god, boys! It's like a high school yeah. fucking drama fest. Yeah. It's crazy. Same. I had a fan of ours ask us ask me this weekend. A fan of the pod at Revelstoke for a race asking uh, how many fight fist fights that you and I have been in. Oh, well, I mean, you're an absolute pussy and I'm not much, <laughs> I'm not much better. So not very I think nice. we've never, <laughs> I think we've never ever even, I mean, at least, uh, at least I thought never got ever gotten to that point to where there was going to be fist throws. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever been that. I mean, I've always been mad and you've been mad, but that, let's never even come into like, no play like ever no. i don't yeah i don't know but this they, guy thought for sure that we would have thrown down before and i'm like i don't think i've ever thrown a punch in my life and uh yeah uh i think here we go new a new arena cross idea let's well instead of the dash for cash uh new first galdi halftime uh <laughs> put your money gun. in whoever yeah. put your money in on the last round and we'll just go at it in the middle of the track and uh <laughs> raise some money yeah <laughs> Oh, well, shit. We, we have taken our clothes off for money before, so why not fight for money? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't go. know if you listen to that podcast with Cord. I, I okay. said, so you didn't have to go in your underwear to raise money for all this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hey, that's what we do for our country. If we get naked to send our team to Latvia, so we do. Exactly. Well, we did have our underwear on, but I would have took them off for another thousand. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been good, Ken. How about you guys, man? Nufa, I mean, I know you've been good, Ken. Let's. Uh, what have you been up to, buddy? You're always the quiet one here. We call you the ghost. So what the hell you been up to? Uh, well, as you guys know, I I did make my way out to Calgary for Red Bull Outliers. That was cool. I wasn't able to make no, the main. No, actually, actual nobody race. knows about that again, Ken. You <laughs> took one fucking video. Didn't post anything well, about it. Didn't even know about it. Like, seriously. There, there wasn't much to post, I guess. I don't know. I didn't think... Uh, it's, it's not Moto, so I didn't want to... I guess I could have put it on my own account, but I didn't want to put it on the, the We're not just account. Moto. We we talk about everything on this podcast. That's what yeah. people like about it. We're we're just regular human beings. Not yeah, just okay. motocross. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was super interesting. Like, the, the stuff that those guys do is un- unbelievable. I wish I would have yeah. been able to make it to the Sunday race, because... From what I've seen from the year before, that is not something that I would want to do. Did did one of you guys say at one point that T Dags was thinking about racing that? He did. He was there. Wasn't he it? was there. Yeah, I haven't. It hasn't come up on the the YouTube or the um, Red Bull app yet. So I haven't he got hurt it. or something, didn't he? Or? Yeah, he he did get hurt. But are you listening to this right now, Nuf? Are you listening to this? What? Ken went to this event and didn't even know T Dags was there. He wasn't at the the Saturday <laughs> race in Calgary. And and I haven't. He, he must I, have I don't want to look at results because I want to watch something. it. No, well, I didn't see him if he was there. No. Oh, okay. Well, he did get hurt. Yeah, I don't know if it was Saturday or practice or whatever, but yeah. Okay, well, I'll have to hurt, look into so. that. It it should be up on the Red Bull app pretty soon. It, it actually might be. I haven't looked for about a week, but I don't want to. I don't want um, to look up results because I want to watch it like it's kind of. And live. you haven't been riding. Have the kids been riding? Well, I I have been riding with the kids, but just kind of putting around. I haven't been to the track or or up to the woods. Or Still anything no like videos that. or photos with Callus. Just going like super stuff. slow. Hey Noof. Hey Noof. Like <laughs> for anybody that saw the my my wipeout from my first foray into riding this year, I'm still uh, hurt my ribs. Oh my! God. I can't sleep at night, and it's just <laughs> tough to ride. So. What? what do we have? What is this guy, Noof? Like, who is this guy? I don't know. <laughs> hey, have you guys ever hurt your ribs before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How long does it usually take? I've never heard him before. And, like, I'm a 
almost a month well, out now. And it, apparently it's still it takes bad. a long time yeah. for a guy in the middle of Saskatchewan. Like if you ever yeah. drink well, some fucking milk, man, get some bone density. Yeah. Going. Stop drinking whiskey. I think would probably help too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh crap. Uh, other than that, yeah, not much. Just kind of hanging out with the kids. My kids had summer hockey, so I've been hauling back and forth to that and just kind of hanging out. I was supposed to be back at work by now, but they didn't get a, a course going, so I get an extra two more months off. So I go oh, back in the middle of go. October. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. People will be like, well, why haven't you done any shows? <laughs> well, you guys are still working. Uh, Anufi, you've been busy. Yeah, it's been good. It's uh, after a long summer. Being home has been uh, has been nice. We raced on the weekend. It was our first race in a while. Revelstoke went uh, went well. I haven't been riding. I, I never rode, hadn't ridden since Walton, and I am fucking sore today. Holy Christ! My back, my legs, my feet, my hand. I even got blisters this weekend. So that was uh, that was nice. But yeah, just working away. Did some stuff around the house. Planted grass for the first time in my life. I saw that. Your old lady was posting some videos. I'm like, look at you all domesticated and stuff. Yeah, did some, uh, did some landscaping, which I'm not built for a landscaper, like shoveling dirt out of the back of my... Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to watch this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was so yeah. The grass is finally starting to grow, so it kind of feels like a victory. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's about it, man. Just getting ready, um, you know, off to Calgary this week for some work stuff. Uh, come back, then we got our final race in Kamloops, and then I go to France uh, for ten or eleven days for Motocross of Nations. So. Nice, nice. Nats. Um, yeah, gonna probably be divorced still over this deal, but um, I got to run with it. Maybe the grass will help fix that in the in the. The grass definitely helped, and we also need yeah. a new dishwasher. So I got to make sure I buy a new dishwasher before okay. I go, there you or go. Yeah. I will be divorced. So nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been good, man. Everything is uh, everything is good. But I did want to kind of start out here before you get into the sponsor reads, Goldie. Um, obviously, we've been talking a little bit about it in the in the group chats, but yeah, fucking huge bummer, man, Jason. Slingerland, I think that's how you say it, Slingerland. Um, Calgary native passed away there due to complications. Freaking huge bummer. And I'm, I mean, obviously, this stuff, all the even around, and, and, yeah. and, you know, we hear about these things. But for whatever reason, this one just really, really, really sucks. I don't know. I think it's because the family did such a good job keeping everybody, I, I shouldn't say good job isn't the right word, but kind of keeping people posted on social yeah. media and it's kind of gone viral like this whole the whole thing of how it happened with his bike break-in and the complications with the surgeries but uh fuck just terrible so yeah. rest in peace yeah. jason man that's a huge bummer and, and another guy too goldie we lost another guy cody uh latro Latow. Um, Latow, i think it is yeah. yeah i mean you raced with him and i raced with him yeah he passed away in a car accident so two calgary uh gentlemen uh, over the last week man it's been a been a tough go yeah. yeah no yeah super sad stuff i saw that the wild rose did a cool uh, thing for cody there a ride and yeah i mean obviously our community small enough already uh, for people to race dirt bikes and when we lose one of our own it's uh it's a tough one and for this uh sling uh jason there he he's young um right new yeah. he's is he even 20 years old I think he was around 20 i don't know yeah. Him yeah. I've, seen, I've seen him around like his sister races some of the women's nationals and, and whatnot that seems like a solid family and seemed like a great kid by the by the sounds of all the stuff on on social media and whatnot but uh 
Yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy how how something like a you know a broken femur or whatever the complications, man, it can be. Yeah, it can be over just like that. And I always think, and I mean, I always hate talking about this stuff, but like, it's just crazy. Like that kid didn't think that that was gonna happen that day. You know what I mean? No, fuck no, no right? Yeah, you, you know, know, wake up in the morning, excited to go ride, has a bike failure, and fucking bam, that's the that's the last you. I, I I don't know the kid at all, and everything like this, and there will be people and parents, and there's new people that get in the sport, and this will this will scare them and deter them, and and that is definitely probably not what Jason would want. Every racer no. knows that it's you know it's not if it's when. And obviously, this is the worst case scenario, but um, uh, it, it it truly does suck. But don't don't get deterred and 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 think that this is a scary sport. Anybody that's new getting into it, these this is what happens. But Jason, looking down on us now for forever, will be like, hey, keep he did it because he loved it and uh, knew there's stuff that happened. So definitely rest in peace, and uh, our hearts go out to the to the families of the Alberta families. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, bummer for sure, Newf, but way to uh, way to bring that up and uh, our uh, our hearts go out to them. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, boys, we got lots to kind of get into here. We got a Supercross coming up, and uh, so let's get into uh, a few of the reads here. Uh, KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, Gas Gas Canada. Thank you so much to the brand and the values of these brands: KTM Purity, Performance, Adventure, and Extreme. The competition and aggressive of KTM uh, Husqvarna is simple, progressive, accessible, dynamic, sophistication, serious, and personal. And gas gas, daring, capable, vibrant, and inviting community shared fun of riding. Uh, thank you so much to those three brands uh, for supporting Canadian Motocross Unfiltered. And Racetech, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory level suspension to the everyday rider. Did you know that you can get the same great products, settings, and services that Racetech offers locally to you and a tuner you can drive to and likely see at your local racetracks? Our guy is Charlie Johnson Racing Suspension. Hit us up if you can't find Charlie Johnson, but if you can, at Charlie Johnson Racing Suspension on Instagram. All Racetech products are 100% uh, guaranteed and made in the USA. Bristol Coachworks, custom moto van builds right here in Canada, whether you are full-on builds or just accessories, making basic moto vans for the weekend warrior. The Hubert Monster Energy uh, Kawasaki Sprinter back in the day, the McNabs current Sprinter, and the GDR Race Rig Front Lounge is a place that Bristol Coachworks has made just look that much better. Uh, they do RV repairs and refurbishment, full upholstery division to do boat and vehicle interiors, a 55-foot-long paint booth to paint commercial trucks and vehicles. Follow us on Instagram at Bristol Coachworks and on YouTube at Bristol Coachworks. Uh, and callusmoto.com, Canadian brand focused on the ride, fueled by passion 100 of the proceeds go directly back into the support follow them at callus moto or it's at callus moto m mountain bike on instagram and uh, man they got lots of deals going on right now tons of stuff on their shelves and a bunch of cool stuff in the mountain bike industry so hit those guys up and big thanks to those guys for jumping on board and and uh, keeping the doors open and bringing the band back together after a three-week hiatus boys it feels like like we're going on tour again the concerts <laughs> are happy we're selling tickets we're on stage. We're on stage, and and Noof is just like Taylor Swift, man, just singing and swinging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess uh, we'll just hop into some silly season stuff. Uh, Galdi, you said you've been kind of hitting the phone a little bit and and getting in with some some team managers. So what uh, what can you tell us? Um, not a lot of craziness as far as our silly season. The one thing that is silly is how long it takes to kind of get silly season chat going after our season goes. Um, not every, everybody's deal, I believe, is up November 1st. 
um, as far as contracts and what like that goes like that. So there's still people waiting. And then of course the Supercross season, it's about to kick off this weekend at go for dunes um, names though on the docket, right? We've, we've referred to Quinn, Am- Quinn Amiot being out there. Julian Benick uh, has not signed to, uh, to any squad for 2024. Jess Pettis is on the docket as well. Uh, as far as someone that could be uh, reached out to or chase Tanner Ward is another big name. Those are kind of the four big names that are sort of, um, been talked about there's been some phone calls um i heard a rumor that ktm actually reached out to josiah Notsky as well which keeps reiterating that maybe noof heard more information at that after party at walton that i said there's no way because julian has said again when i sent out a text to all the managers that next summer the 250 team will be josiah Notsky and dylan rempel so um again weird stuff happens and, and with contracts and what like that so uh, i don't think the deal was signed i heard that it didn't uh, it was just a phone call uh, so nothing there um i know quinn uh, amiot has been um called by a bunch of teams not yeah. just mx 101 where we thought he would maybe fit in the best man luck uh, obviously really wants to keep him and there's a good uh, atmosphere there obviously um Frank at Manlock, the owner of the team, gave Quinn kind of the open door um, at the beginning of all this to kind of help him sort of get himself into the position that he is today. So there is some uh, some loyalty there, and Quinn is one of those kids that's loyal. And I, and I also know that the Cowie team has called Quinn Amiot as well. So, uh, But again, nothing signed, sealed, delivered, nothing done there. Um, I was supposed to have some news today from Brett Lee uh, from the um, uh, Kawasaki 7, Walton 7 Kawasaki team about Tanner Ward. Uh, I, they said that it looked like it was going to be a done deal Friday. It was about 95% done. I hadn't got anything here on Monday, so maybe it wasn't quite finished or he just hasn't gotten back to me just yet. So that looks like Tanner, uh, Ward could be staying. He is going to be racing, uh, this weekend at Supercross. Um, and I, I'm not too sure. I knew if you said you saw a video, was he on a 450 practicing at Gopher Dunes? No, it sounded like a 250. Okay, so I'm because the 250 program is the one that's going to, you know, up in the air, if you will, right? It it really struck this year. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it was a 250. Okay, because I think the one I saw of Gibbs, um, he was on a 450. Oh, was he? I I, I don't know. I can't tell the bike noises anymore when I'm listening to it. But but anyway, um, I believe Tanner Ward is going to be staying green. Um, that's a big uh, sort of ace in the cap of uh, of Brett Lee and the Walton Seven Cows team. Um, so that that seems to be one of the names that was up in the air that sounds like it's done. Um, again, I do not have concrete evidence, but it sounds like it's done over there for Kawasaki. Um, Julian Bennett not has a deal, I don't believe, for next year yet. Um, haven't I, uh, There wasn't any talk under the PRMX uh, message back, but he is supposed to be coming this weekend. It's supposed to be Dylan Rempel and Julian Bennett racing Supercross this weekend for the PRMX team. Um, Koba Quid, same team in 2024, although there is a bit of a rumor that Harrison, uh, and I haven't gotten this from Alex, but there has been conversations, but Harrison might be going 450 next year. Okay. Boys, there's been a little bit of talk of that. Um, and the name Isaac Gifting um, from the, wow. I believe he's Swedish, right? He's Swedish, mm. I think. Uh, um, I think so, yeah. I think he's Sweden. Anyway, he does the GPs, but he also... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he just won the 250 British Championship. Yeah, I think he won the 250 class. Yeah. So, and um, uh, rumor has it that that series is a little bit struggling uh, heading into 2024. What tracks and races? There's a lot of stipulations going on um, in the British area, I guess. So, a lot of those riders, like we talked about before, Harry Kulas is one of them. 
I think who won the 450 class over there in the British series, um, are, are they're looking for rides, and Canada is their first phone call. Gifting um, will be like. He's won GPs before, or he's been top. Uh, he's, I think he's been a top five guy. I think he's top maybe got a podium guy? in a moto, yeah. yeah but he's a, he's like eighth in the points right now. Yeah, it's like good. seventh or eighth in the points. He yeah, he's good. definitely good. Yeah. Um. So um, that could make it. That could maybe change some things. He had a crash actually. He just showed. I just watched the highlights from Matterly. I think he had a crash there. So um, um, uh, in uh, where are they? Italy this weekend. Yeah, um. Yeah, so um, uh, other teams. Steve Sims. Uh. Um, working on a deal for next year. Everything's looking good. Uh, I think Daniel Elmore has definitely solidified his spot over there. So that looks good for Daniel. And this coming weekend, he's going to have Daniel Elmore and Preston Massiangelo on a uh, TLD SSR gas gas ride at the Supercross. Um, that does not mean Massiangelo is in for 2024, um, but uh, he's in this weekend, which is pretty cool to see. Massiangelo yeah. um, kind of ridden a little bit of everything this year, right? Eh? Yeah, all over the place. Um, and apparently he had a really big get-off last week practicing and just got right back up and right back into it. And Steve kind of told me the story. He's like, I told him, I said, hey, just go take it easy and you know, listen to that. He's like, not even a half lap in. I look back and the bike is just upside down and fucking flipping <laughs> through the air, I guess. And uh, so, but the kid's okay, so that's good. And he was out yeah. practicing at Gopher Dunes on the weekend, so uh, he's good to go. Um, KTM, um, nothing concrete out of there. Uh, Matthew DeRoy said team is going to look similar next year, but I know Jess Pettis has made some phone calls to some other teams. Oh. Um, so nothing signed there. Kevin Benoit, uh, same thing. Um, nothing concrete, but as far as I know, none of those guys are racing this weekend. They're not contracted to do supercross. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to see a KTM on the, uh, on the gate, uh, this coming weekend. Um, Piccolo is in for this weekend. He'll be racing supercross. So he'll be back, uh, which is cool. will be cool to see. Yep. Um, Am I f- I'm forgetting some teams. I'm forgetting anybody. Gas, gas, guys. We talked Cobra Quid, talked PRMX, talked Kawasaki. Um, I think that's about it. The only other little rumor is we may see the number 16, Cole Thompson, racing this coming weekend on a different color bike. Uh, I'm just waiting to get concrete evidence. I got some text messages over the weekend, but uh, we may see the number 16 race this weekend, which I think is regardless of whatever everybody thinks in the past or where they sit on the Cole Thompson train, he's good to have on the track for this particular part of the Triple Crown Series. Oh, yeah, the series needs him for this, for sure. I mean, I don't – like we kind of discussed there a little bit off air. I think there's going to be a ton of guys kind of like normal, right? Like we need <laughs> need everybody, every entry that we can get, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a few more guys. As you were talking there, I was thinking like Blake Babies is coming back out for Supercross. There we go, yeah. Back out there for Supercross. Um, there, you know, there'll be a decent amount of guys, but I think that on the 450 side of things, we're not going to see Pettis. We're not going to see Dylan Wright. We're not seeing Moffenbeier. We're not seeing T-Dags. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. I can tell that, uh, T-Dags is out this coming weekend, I believe. So people can maybe do some, um, you know, additions on what I've just been talking about, yeah, yeah, about yeah. the Thompson thing, but, uh, T-Dags is still hurt from outliers. So it looks like he won't be lining up this coming weekend. Oh, Outliers, the one that Ken didn't know that T-Dags was at? <laughs> That's the one. I, yeah, the a Outliers. Different race. Was that the event? I yeah. Only, I only went to the prologue. It's a totally the different race. The thing is, we don't even <laughs> really know if fucking Ken went. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can ask that my kid. Been... He was there. He, he can back yeah. me up. Yeah. Yeah. We he, he stole somebody's video online and said that he was there. <laughs> yeah. Ken goes to Outliers and, and posts nothing on Canadian <laughs> motocross on filters because it's not motocross. 
But yeah. the dirt bikes in front of us are... Oh, well, his car probably didn't make it. He broke down half Oh, oh no, that, that car. That thing's a rock. That thing will never quit on me. Yeah. That thing will never quit. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's about, uh, the, like I said, not a ton of silliness. Um, you know, these Harry Kulas, Isaac Gifting names and stuff like that. When I talked, like I was at San Lee this weekend, and I talked to, to Kevin Tyler. He's like, it'd be super cool, but it's just... It's not as easy as people think, you know, you got to house them. Do they stay here? Are they flying back? Do they, what do they need? Like, um, you're taking a pretty big risk hoping that they come and, you know, they, they ride well and they fit in well and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you look at the names like, um, you know, Marshall Welton or the film, Phil Nicoletti, that when they came up and lived here during COVID, like that was basically what these guys are, will have to do right there it's going to cost way too much and take too much time to go back and forth or take a week and go back and forth. Like Josiah Notsky lived on the road this summer. And I think it was a bit of a struggle. Like it was fun at times, right? You go to yeah. Banff yeah. and you see things and stuff, but like you just, you know, you miss your bed or there's just a lot more comfort nowadays where, you know, again, not to toot the old days, but guys just lived in the new lived in a fucking 10 by seven trailer for summers on end. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I slept, I slept on a bench seat of my van and, guys did that for years but it's just not quite like that as it used to be and that's not knocking anybody just the way things are but um it would be hard for those guys i think to do it and i mean harry kulas for a name for example he's like mid-30s he's not like a 22 year old kid right well the, like, i mean the, the whole thing is and just kind of touching on what you said the, the european route is way more difficult logistically than u.s side right i mean yes you can't you can't just like, oh, I'm flying to Kamloops from wherever overseas. I mean, that's, yeah, that's Sweden. It just doesn't area. work. Yeah, you could go home on the break. Like, we we were all excited. Like back when, remember when Jake Nichols came over and we're like, oh man, he would fit in so good here. And, but dude, he's not going to move to Canada for four months. No, like, he has a life. He has a kid. He has wife. A wife. Like maybe the younger younger generation. Yeah, but like at the same time, like what Kevin Tyler said, it's like you got to find a place for them to live. You need to get them a vehicle. Like, yeah. like it's just, yeah, they can go home on the break in between, but it, that's even still hard. The time change, everything, like, yeah, you'd have to live here. It's not like jump on a flight and flying to California from Moncton even. You know, it's a it's a five-hour flight, and you're there. You're back home. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, just logistically, it, it, it's, it's really tough, and it's a huge, huge commitment, not only from the team, but also from the rider as well. Uh, Manlock sorry to is uh, Quinn Amiot and Zach Yu from Zeph uh, coming this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so let's do a little in. let's do a little addition here. Fuck, uh, I would love to see Andy Truths on that Supercross track, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Truths yeah, train. The Truths train. So uh, on gas gas bikes, there should be four riders. Um, maybe one, like I said, the number sixteen. There's been some talk. You got Harrison, that number, Angelo, Elmore. Amiot, Ufumzef, or sorry, Ufumzef. Uh, you just said Blake Davies, Julian Bennett, Dylan Rempel, Jake Piccolo, Devin, uh, Smith. Devin Smith. There's 11. Um, maybe Ryan Derry comes out and does it. He usually does them. Um, uh, like who am I, we who, 15 guys, maybe, right? Yeah, 15 guys. Like, who am I missing, though, dude? Like, what am I missing? Who am I missing? Uh, is Ray? Oh, is Racine, Racine. Sorry, Racine and Jones, Austin Jones. Yeah. There's yeah. 13. Yeah. yeah, so there's 13 guys there. So you have 15, 17 guys, which is good actually. I don't like that. That's actually Not a little bad. bit better than yeah. I thought. Now that we're talking, and then about we it. always we always tend to seem to get like a random American kid. Like a, I don't, I can't even think of the names, but I've seen them. Like maybe before. a Simonson or something. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was some other guy that I'm thinking of, but I don't know. I can't remember his name, but we have the same conversation every year. Yeah. Yes. Why are we not getting more guys? Golly, we're going to get 20 guys in Chilliwack in two months. Like, and it's just a regional. So. Well, it's just a regional series. Like, why can't, like, is it the tracks? Is it, is it, because nobody has any interest? I, I don't know. It's just frustrating. Well, let's talk about the like, track because it's come up a lot in the manager conversation. It looks, I just watched a couple of videos this morning. That, like, that looks intimidating. Yeah. And we yeah. don't have, you know, yes, the boys got to practice at Gopher Dunes on the weekend, but it looks like I watched Elmore do the triple and I'm just like, holy shit, that looks big on Instagram. I can't imagine what it's going to be, you know, and of course the camera doesn't do it justice. <laughs> Well, and the, the thing is, it's like it's one thing how big it is, but imagine putting 10 guys out there and they're all trying to do it. One guy, like racing a track is so much different than riding a track. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. And it's always been my complaint that these arena crosses or whatever you want to call them that Jetworks has put on, that the tracks have always seemed to be a little bit tough on the racing side because there's always some jump that it's like you got to get a perfect run from the outside uh, deduce that you single file into the corner like even calgary a couple years when i was doing them august 2018 like dude the finish line was huge like it didn't need to be that big um so i, I don't know like I, if you're if you're a, a local pro i don't i'm trying to think of who i who i can think of back there uh, uh, seth hughes let's use seth hughes for example yeah oh he'll probably he, race this weekend sorry there's well, no i'm just saying but are you sitting on sitting on Instagram and you're watching Daniel Almore and Tanner Ward and Jake Piccolo have to stretch out to get this triple. And there's a kid that doesn't have a lot of experience. He's like, fuck that man. I ain't going there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we need yeah. to jump to that conclusion. So is that's what's happening that we're, we're losing out on, on riders because the tracks are too difficult and I get it. It's pro racing and blah, blah, blah. But don't, don't, don't give me that. Like we're not AMA supercross here guys. Yeah. We're we're not there. Like the Supercross thing already has uh, controversy is not the right word, but a lot of question marks around it of why we're doing it. Does it make sense? Everything. But then we go out and we build these tracks that are that are too difficult. Like make it attractive for these guys. Like make people want to come because they can go out there, they can race, and they don't look like complete donkeys doing it. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not rolling the jumps in the main event. Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. I agree hundred percent for sure. Like even, um, it's just, uh, like, look at the distance in the, you know, that Cole Thompson puts on the majority of our Canadian guys, like only Harrison was able to kind of give him a bit, a bit of fits when they raced last year, but like the amount of experience that he has, like that's the difference between it and, and stuff. And it, it gets a little bit hectic out there. Like you're saying, man, it can be, um, be hectic for, and kind of scary out there for, for some of the guys. It's dangerous. So, dangerous. It, I mean, racing. It's, dangerous. it's dangerous. Anyway, I just yeah. had a parent talk to me this weekend about that in the super mini class. There's 40, I had 44 guys in my, actually I had 46 sign up, 44 show up for the first moto. And one parent goes, well, why can't we do two heats? And I'm like, well, we have 42 gates. I'm going to put one on each end of the gate. Like, I'm not going to just send yeah. two kids home. Well, no, why don't we just have two different rate, two different classes? And I'm like, well, that's not the sport. Like there's 42 yeah. gates on a motocross track. Like that's yeah. what it's been. Well, what, it's dangerous. And I'm like, well, everything, like it can be dangerous with three of them on the track. Mm -hmm. Like, it, you know, so, but I get it. We can control the environment and, and everything. But I mean, whether it's faster or shorter or steeper, the danger element is always there. I think what you're trying to say is that 
giving them a little less of a trying to make them that so they're not so nervous and more confident as they look at it and get towards it uh, going at it. But again, you, you can crash on the smallest jumps too, right? If oh, I, yeah. It's so hard to figure, but I, I do think we're a little bit too AMA-ish, if you will, like you said, coming into this week and looking at what I've seen so far. It's, I remember, what was that, two years ago when I got, two years ago and I'm taking pictures, I'm like, holy shit, this looks fucking tough, man. Like, this is peaked up. And then the videos I just saw, it looks like you can very build, similar. Like, build the rhythms, like, as big as you want, as tough as you want. And the good guys will do the, the threes and the on-offs or, or overs or whatever, but build the, the, the quote unquote, like, you know, typical jumps, your finish line catapult, your supercross triple build those. So everybody can do them. It's going to make the racing better. But then of course the rhythm section, now, I'm not saying that Daniel Almore should be doing the same rhythm as Cole Thompson. They don't have near the same experience. Cole Thompson should be doing the big rhythm and be rewarded for his supercross skill. Right. Yeah. yeah but exactly. yeah. you don't want somebody like I'll use Devin Smith for an example. I mean, Devin's got a lot of arena cross experience because he grew up yeah. here in the barn and stuff. But like, dude, they sacrificed to stay back in Ontario for an extra three weeks or four weeks or whatever it is, left all their stuff out there. Blake Davies, same thing to fly back to do this series and they go out there. And if they can't do the general obstacles, they're going to, this is, this is a joke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he shouldn't be going three, three, three in the rhythm because he doesn't need to, he can still circulate around the track and race um to his ability but yeah make your make your standard jumps doable and safe where you're not gonna if you come up just a tiny bit short you gotta remember these guys besides maybe a couple of them they don't have real super cross suspension either like yeah like we we just listened to all this smx stuff and, and listen to those guys talking about well they're they're sacrificing like how important the stiff setup is for one tiny spot on the track they're willing to sacrifice the rest of the track um, just to feel safe in the supercross portion. So these poor, poor Canadian guys, they're just they're going in a few clicks, you know what I mean? Or maybe a stick for spring break or a little more oil. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they're not they're not running the full setups and it becomes dangerous. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Tanner Ward and Gibbs are two names we didn't mention. They're racing this yeah. weekend. I don't know if, I don't think Ward is doing the whole series, but. Um, yeah. Um, and you know, the other consensus, a lot of times in a new field, I think you're in this chat group, there's not a lot of excitement, um, no. about this, this part of the series, um, which I, is, is always kind of hard to get people pumped and going and let's talk about the schedule. Dude, the racing starts at noon or yeah. sorry, the racing. Yeah, no, we're yeah. done. At, I'm done at three 30 this weekend yeah. for TV. Yeah. Like, is there going to be a fan? Like, is anybody even going to know that this weekend? You think, like, fan wise? I don't. Yeah. I feel really weird about it. I feel really weird about it. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I, think... I mean, there hasn't there hasn't been a lot of info put out on it either. And I mean, the the excitement thing, Galdi, just goes back to that. I mean, the all the stars aren't going to be there, right? It's kind of I indeed, like you said, Newf. I feel like we're on repeat. Yeah. Well, like, we and we've all, conversation every year. We've only been um, doing this podcast a year, but we've been talking about this every single year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I hope for the best and everything and all that stuff. And I'm going to be there and I'm going to turn on. I'm going to watch and I'm going to love yeah, it. But it's it's hard. I'm I'm finding it very hard to be like, fuck, man, a new series. We're pumped. Like, you know, there's not like some big influx of money like the SMX or the WSX or anything. It's just like they just kind of throw it out there for it to be done. And like, 
oh, but we have more races and we have an extra series. Like you guys are getting more than you need, blah, 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 kind of thing. It just doesn't seem like it's, I don't know, a tangible asset for the growth of the sport. We've yeah. said it from day one, like the, the idea of it and the concept of it of having, you know, motocross and supercross and arena cross or whatever it is. I mean, that was originally why it was called Triple Crown was for, yeah. those, for those things. Three, but yeah. it, the, the idea is great, but it just hasn't worked. The, like the vision hasn't come to, you know, come to light the way that I think everybody wanted to see it, see it come. And I think that the timing is not the greatest and, and stuff like that. It's like, but, and then I, then I sit here and I wonder, and it's not just, you know, I love that they're trying and they're, Oh yeah, no, don't take this as shitting on you. We're not not shitting at all. But like, what are they contracted? Like, why are they doing it? Like (laughs) what, what, like, is it a, like, they don't like, is there's no title sponsor of the series. Like, is it, is it a, is it a commitment they have with the OEMs for certain amount of rounds or, or what, whatever. Well, for one instance, there is like, uh, for instance, the TLD contract that Steve Sims has. Yeah. It's for 10 races. Okay. So I guess that, so technically he's only got to do the first two supercrosses. He doesn't have to go to Calgary. Yeah. I, so I don't know how that makes sense, but I think those, they got crazy. So maybe there, there's other contracts that are like that, that you have to go to certain, but the KTM one isn't, they're not, those guys do not have to go to these races. Yeah. And doesn't it seem like it's an awful lot of work for not only the facilities that are building the tracks, Jetworks itself, the teams, the privateers for a one day, four hour program or five hour program. Like it just like, why isn't it two nights? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make sense, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like any, any time, like, especially these places, like these buildings that you're doing, like you're building the track to be ready for Fridays of these, you know, arena crosses like medicine hat in Calgary. Like, why are we only racing one night? Uh, yeah, 100, excuse me, 100%. Um, let's just throw this before we get into the half show reads here. We could, cause we're going to talk SMX and of course donations coming up and other things, but, uh, Ken, I'll throw to you as you, the fan, if you had, if this is broken, how can it be fixed? Like, okay. I, when you guys were talking there, I was sitting there wondering like, how does, how does dig make money on this? Is he, he gets a chunk of the ticket sales. He get all the tickets. Like, why does he want to do this? It seems like a lot of work for him, and I don't think he would get the same attendance that he would get at his regular national, especially when you're doing it at 12 o'clock, you know, noon on a on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's money being made anywhere on this, but I <laughs> could be wrong. But I, I don't couldn't know. he just that. say no, no, thank you? Yeah, damn right they can. Yeah. But this is Canada, man. Everybody, oh well, I don't want anybody to get mad at me. It's like my buddy Noof. He can't have anybody mad at him. Yeah. Okay. Well, well to I'm answer your question, Goldie, <laughs> I would say just you have to dump money into it like it's new it's something different you have to just invest on the front end and hope you make it back on the back end and the way to do that is pay riders to go if you can't get riders to show up it's because they're not getting paid enough money to show up that's what we saw with smx right yeah so no if i throw to you same thing then If, if we consider this to be broken how do we fix it uh we fix it with starting off by the tracks itself. And I think that we make it more off season than it already is. I don't think September is a good time to do it. September, yeah. October. Yeah. I think these races need to be, um, whether it's November, December or, uh, well, and I, I go back to the springtime type of thing, but then none of the stars want to do it because they don't want to get hurt for outdoors, but that's bullshit lies because you can get hurt practicing or, or whatever. Yeah. I've always said that, but 
you can't argue with the with the riders and the teams on this, but I think timing is bad. I think the tracks need to be mellow. I think they also need to be catered uh, to amateurs because they need to get the amateur turnouts to be able to put money in their pockets to be able to pay the riders more, whether it's uh, paying accommodations or a little bit of show-up money, like back in the old days with start money. Um, but I do agree with Ken. It, it has to do a little bit with money for sure. I mean, um, why would you go all the way out there if you're from BC and there's not there's no carrot dangling at the end of the stick, right? I mean, the, there, there's money, but it's not great. It's not huge by any means, but it's relevant to what they're getting. They're they're having an amateur day, Goldie, but what are they going to get? Fifty entries, maybe? Like so? I'm not sure. I, I've I had like I said, seven hundred this weekend, and I don't think anybody said that they were going next weekend. That were, no, was that so, my event? So right off the get go, and obviously the timing is a day. Like they're not they're not going to get a ton of they're not going to get a ton of spectators. I mean, it's it's just that's just the, the fact of the matter, in my in my opinion. For the for this one, anyways, I know maybe Medicine Hat and Calgary have been will be be better because they're in a in a in a inside roof, yeah with a roof over it with lights and a, and a bit of a show and and you can sit there and drink beers and and this and that but yeah i don't know it's just like well I think said, of love, um sorry the concept. The, yeah the Cal- calgary if we had four or five of those across the nation yeah. i think that could make sense that that the building the idea the dirt like the inside of you know chilliwack where, where we're going dirt floor all that kind of stuff, like it would be cool as hell. But, but I just they haven't I don't know. gotten any spectators. It's like weird. Yeah, doesn't indoor motocross. The one year when we were there in eighteen, Goldie, when I was racing the series, the fucking flames were in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They're playing right beside us or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was. Play, it was like, a playoff game. Yeah, it was a playoff game. It's like, and I know that obviously timing and scheduling and everything like that. Sometimes it's out of your control, but. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem to work in Canada, these indoor events. Yeah, Montreal Supercross back in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, yeah, they put 60,000 people in there or whatever. But that's that's different than what, what this is. I mean, Calgary, there should be no rhyme or reason why they can't put 2,500 or 3,000 people in those grandstands. 100%. To watch arena cross, professional arena cross. There's no rhyme or reason, but it never works out that way. And we're going on, uh, what is this, year eight of trying this thing? It's how many years they do it, how many goals going on. I mean, again, like you said, we love that these guys are trying. Yeah. The same thing that people love that there's W or um, World Supercross. They love this SMX thing now and all these things that people are trying, um, you know, to do things. But here in Canada, I don't know, just the indoor stuff has, it literally has almost never, ever worked, except back in the day, the Montreal's and, and, and things yeah. like that. And I think, I think too, we can attribute our fan. The fans are just different fans too. Like, yeah. um, look at, I mean, Ken, you're a baseball guy. Um, no, I'm how not. hard, like, look, <laughs> I don't they, watch any baseball well, hockey. I thought you, I thought you liked baseball. I thought you were talking baseball with freaking uh, Mathis on a review. Yeah, show. That, I don't really know much about baseball. Well, uh, anyway, they made, it, a bunch never... of, they made a bunch of changes to baseball, right? They spe- they speed up the pitch, uh, yeah. the pitchers on the mound. They're trying to speed the game up because they're losing spectators. Yeah. NASCAR, losing spectators, the length of things, the distance. they try, And then they try to create playoffs, like trying to create these better ideas to get people to come to it because fans are just not as attracted to sit in a stand anymore or even outside for four, five, six, yeah, whatever, how many hours. They can stream it. They can sit at home in their own comfort. For me, I want to take my kid to a Leaf game. 
It's yeah. ridiculously expensive. I'm willing to take the hit of it, but like the experience is really just not as attractive as it once was. And I don't know if that's because I've changed or the game has changed or whatever it is, but it's just like, fuck yeah, it's kind of cool. You watch a period and then it's just crowded. You're bumping into people. And it, yeah. you know what I mean? It, I, it sucks. I'm talking like this because we're the biggest fans, but the fan base or the fan being a fan just in general it, the idea of being a fan has changed. Like um, they've made it so easy to do it within the confines of your own comfort with streaming and, and whatever it is on your phone or the app or whatever it is to do these things. And I think that's the difference of stuff. Like it's hard to get people to really buy in to sitting down and paying for eight bucks a beer or whatever the hell it is. Cool. And, you know, and like you said, those core ones and, but new, like you said, we get, like the biggest Calgary outdoor national eight to 10,000 people. How the hell are 2000 of them not going to the arena cross? Like what the hell? Yeah. Well, it's just, yeah. And that's what it's, it's crazy to me. And like, look at Gopher Dunes national. Like it, dude, it was one, it was hugely attended. Yeah. Yeah. Lined up out the road, down the road. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's just weird to me. It's, there's just not a lot of excitement around it for whatever reason, but either way, the gate will drop on Saturday and, 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 and guys like us here on the phone will be following it. Well, you'll be there. Or, well, I guess you're on TV, but um, I'll be following along and, and seeing what the hell's going on. Yeah. Well, you're going to watch TV, aren't you? It's on yeah. at fucking 9 a.m. <laughs> mm, I might have to water my new grass, so. Uh, well, I'll put, just watch it on your phone, the Ride TV app, buddy. It's, yeah. it's, you can watch it just right there Perfect on your phone. For that. Yeah, I, I have your login for that, so I'll be. Oh, 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 there we go, Ken. A fan of the sport can't even put a little bit of money into it by buying the app. He's got to use his friend's one yeah. that, he per- that he purchased, right? The 50 bucks. Well, Still hey, up. I'm low man on the totem pole of this pot. I didn't get paid any money this year, so uh, I'm broke. Ken's the only one who's got paid, although he had to put the money out first, so it's really well, yeah, pay back. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> reimbursed of, of uh, going to events and not going and not sure if he's ever going to leave Saskatchewan again might be uh, reconsidered for 2024. Actually, Newf, <laughs> you did receive uh, a, a little bit of a payment from CMXU and its sponsors for that wonderful meal that it purchased at. Um, Oh my God! What the hell oh, is the not, not the lamp? Yeah. Ca- not the no no not the lamp oh, cabin. What's the uh, other one? Uh, sociables. Sociables. There we go. Yes. Right. CMX, you picked up the tab on that one. Where, where I where I I like. Oh yeah, here you get these, and I get the piece. Whatever one I got screwed by, like three hundred bucks. Remember the difference in the bill or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was like how much is that? I'm like oh, it was this. He's like oh well, these these pieces are only like eighty bucks. I'm like this thing was like three hundred and eighty dollars. What the yeah. hell? Oh, well, it didn't matter. CMX, you picked her up, but. Yeah. Um, all good. Yeah, it is going to be good. I'm excited about the racing and stuff. And, you know, we're just talking and sharing opinions. It's hard to get pumped up, but uh, it's going to be good to see everybody dropping gates and, and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully, you know, the track is good and everybody gets around and, and it's, there's good battles and excitement. And again, look at the way that uh, if you're a Pulp fan and or even Vital MX, they, the way they're talk, they talked about SMX, um, you know, let's stay reserved, boys, right? Let's not go too, too negative. I'm excited about it, but I'm also skeptical of how it's going to look again. And then uh, the SMX so far has been probably a lot better than, than most of uh, um, yeah. we're hoping for, right? Like for people that'll watch it. Yeah. So um, we can talk about that in a minute. Let's uh, give a little love hug here to uh, Renegade Race Fuel. Uh, races that win, pour it in. Big thanks to uh, those guys for jumping on board. And of course, Hall Race Fuel, passionate about racing with the roots to prove it. Um, and uh, uh, AMO, of course, uh, put a little bit influx of cash into the system to kind of get us off the ground. We help uh, appreciate that for uh, the stuff that AMO is doing. And I'm really looking forward to the Chilliwack Arena Cross Series 
coming up November 24, 25, and December 1, 2, myself and Newf, um, uh, well, myself putting up and then Newf jumping on my coattails. Oh, um, there we go. And uh, no, I'm really excited about it. lots of good things in the works out there for people that have been wondering or asking questions. Newf said there was a lot of people asking stuff out of Revelstoke this weekend. So I'm um, very excited, man. A lot of good sponsors coming on board for that uh, series and really looking forward to it. Um, so big shout out to them. Um, and um, brand new uh, on it here, Gopher Dunes, the largest off-road recreational park with multiple, multiple track and trails. Uh, learn to ride with the Honda Red Rider training program. Pro shop with great stock on parts, accessories, and service department. Goferdunes.com. Um, Newf, you know them well. I know them very well. We're going there for the next three weekends, uh, Supercross, and then, of course, two AMO events. And, yeah, literally, if you have never ridden, you can start there. If you love riding, you can go trail riding, dirt bike track riding, pit bike ride, all kinds of stuff. The facility is endless. And then, of course, Newf, uh, our good old friends over there at Makes Your Concepts Canada. Well, with Gopher Dunes, if you're really lucky, too, you'll get put to work when you go there. Not oh yeah to ride. not only will you get to ride either a dirt bike side by side e-bike whatever it is you might also get a shovel and uh, dig some trenches for digs <laughs> nice. uh, matrix concepts uh, canada um matrixconcepts.ca uh, check out the website online catalog with all the latest and greatest from uh, matrix mobius Renthal, works connection strider balance bikes um 100% goggles, new colorways going to be released this week, actually fall colorways um, and a little sneak uh, info here. There is a new Jet Lawrence pack coming out. Golly, I don't know if you saw those ones. Pack donut goggles, they called them. I did. Yep. Yep. Um, they have a new one coming out uh, here coming up just before Christmas. So um, I was actually blown away with how many of those six packs we sold. I mean, they were 590 something dollars retail. Holy crap. Um, and you couldn't buy just one goggle. You had to buy all five. Um, but came in a kind of cool case, and we sold out of those. So anything with Jet Lawrence on it, and 100% is going to sell. So uh, matrixconcepts.ca, check it out. Dealer locator, uh, online catalog, and uh, sponsorship forms on there and everything like that. So lots of good info. Is there not like a Deegan thing coming too, at least? Like, yeah, yeah I figure that's just... Jumping on the hundred percent train coming, I yeah. Think, but I feel, I feel Deegan Root wants to do more of his own personal stuff on his own side of things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he, gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, gotcha. Thanks to those people for helping us out. All right, Kenny. What else we got on those? Well, SMX boys. Like, yeah, I let's mean, hop Kenny, into SMX. Well, we'll start with you, Kenny. You've been. I probably watched him. I haven't. I only got to watch uh, the first one, yeah. and I missed a couple. But I and I didn't get to. I watched Chicago this morning. I didn't get to watch it live, but. Um, take us away with that, Kenny. You probably got to watch them both. Yeah, I did. Um, I think uh, I was a little bit apprehensive because I wasn't ever really a big fan of Monster Cup. Um, what was it? The U.S. Open was kind of uh, – that's not outdoor at all. But uh, the Monster Cup was supposed to be this um, hybrid thing, but it always just seemed like a kind of a lame Supercross track. Whereas these two, especially this last weekend's, was it, it seemed pretty outdoorsy. I don't know. I, again, I'm not a racer, so I don't, I, I can't really just look at a track and see what it, it uh, would ride like, but it really seemed like uh, guys were struggling through ruts and, and really high speed and things like that. And they've talked a lot about the suspension. Um, either seemed like this week there was guys going more motocross tuned up to kind of handle the supercross, whereas the first week was supercross kind of tuned down to handle the motocross stuff. So, um, but at the end of the day, what really stuck out to me is both weekends, 
have been exciting, even though there wasn't really a lot of passing at the first one and, and maybe a little more at the second one, there was always guys bunched together and they're always doing, uh, they were always racing hard and there was always something to kind of watch. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good success. I think, uh, you know, we just spent a, a, a long time talking about, uh, whether we need to do SX and AX maybe since Canada kind of just follows or, or copies the, what the American series is doing. Maybe you just do like, uh, some kind of SMX thing at, at, uh, you know, like stock, uh, you know, circle tracks, stock car tracks, drag strips, things like that, and do a three race or four race series there instead of, uh, renting arenas and stuff like that. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. I, I really liked it. No, uh, it's exceeded my expectations. I, I, my hopes, hopes, obviously we all listen to lots of other podcasts, pulp and everything like that. Um, the tracks have been, dude, that track this weekend was real. I haven't watched it yet, but I watched the highlights. That track this weekend was really cool, man. The amount I of thought work, the same thing. I thought the same thing. Yeah. The amount of work, dude, like that was a huge, dude, it was just almost two minute lap time track. Yeah. Like for them to build that in a week, like that was, that was phenomenal. <laughs> like the effort that they put in and man, that like that Chicago land, I, I didn't realize this, but I listened to Steve's review. That's an abandoned NASCAR track. I guess they don't go there anymore. They pulled the NASCAR no. race right from there. Oh, really? I didn't they're, know that. Yeah. yeah. It was the first time they've been there since pre COVID, like any event yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it's just like a ghost land. I'm surprised Ken's not living there. <laughs> in his car. In his car. Well, well don't get, well, no, he got, that's, that's pretty far. He doesn't leave Saskatchewan, so that's, that's not true. happening. Um, <laughs> but honestly, if you're, if you're felled in MX Sports, this thing has played out perfectly. Like, look yep. at the points up there. Yeah. Like, there's three guys that literally could win either class coming in this weekend to LA Coliseum. Yeah. Um, the, to me, round one in Charlotte was a true hybrid with a supercross section and outdoor sections. I didn't love that track for the reason that it was kind of small and short for the most part. Yeah. Um, just with how they have to go over the walls of the drag strip or whatever. But then this weekend was, in my opinion, a motocross track. And then I think that we're going to see much more of a supercross track uh, in the LA Coliseum. But as far as the racing goes, it's been it's been great. The whole jet thing adds a whole other drama part into it mm-hmm. of him letting Kenny buy and Kenny's pissed and fans are pissed and it was so weird. It's nice to see the the golden child have a little bit of hate on him in a, in a sense. Um, kind of produces a little more drama in the You're whole thing. Sell six packs now. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> man, and it, honestly, it, it, I'm bummed that I didn't get to watch it. Obviously, it was in Revelstoke, but. I'm excited for this weekend, like to watch it. Like I, I think that it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. These guys are, these guys are pushing harder than I thought. Yeah. Um, well, dude, look at the money, Nuf. The money is insane, man. Yeah. Oh, I know it is, but I kind of, I was the one that kind of had it in my mind that these guys are just gonna ride this thing out because what, what's a little bit more money gonna change these guys? But, like I didn't think they would be battling as hard as maybe they would be. I knew obviously they want to win, but. Um, and I like the LCQ dynamic to it. Obviously, the, there's been guys getting hurt, but I like that Phil's going to go to the fucking LCQ every <laughs> weekend and he hates it and, and whatnot, but the rules are the rules. And, yeah. you know, he ends up doing well in the main. Like, he was, you know, it was it was awesome to see. So I, I'm, I'm stoked for it. And I think that if you're the promoter and, and, and it, it, it's worked, it literally has worked. The fan turnout has been great at both events um, from the sounds of it. So, yeah, I like it. 
I agree hundred percent home run all the way around for uh, the boys and this whole thing. And um, I'm, I'm going to, uh, now that I've the, it's a day program for supercross this weekend, I can tune into this thing as well. I'll be watching it at the wedding. Hopefully I'm still standing up by the time this comes on. Um, but uh, I, I thought I watched the Chicago this morning and I'm like, this is so freaking cool. Like I just thought it was the, the way they were fighting and scrubbing. Just like you said, maybe if I was pumped at every gate drop. Um, yep. And, uh, and like you said, Name a series almost ever other than that one, the, the MXGP series there a couple years ago where you had Fevra, Geyser, and Hurlings. Yeah. There, you've had three guys with a yeah. chance to win it and in coming into the last round, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's couldn't worked out any perfect. Like, that, I would think that if they're, I mean, they do a great job promotion and everything like that, but I got to think that LA, LA Coliseum is going to have an enormous fan turnout, um, right? Yeah, like, I would say, I would yeah it's going to be yeah, huge. Yeah. It's going to be huge. It's the whole well, thing that's iconic. Huge. It's such an iconic the history, the super. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. even people talking, and this will never happen. People talking about if Hayden Deegan wins, he's going to do the goats ride like Brian did back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that yeah. will bring people in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're just like, a hope that they might see it. They might see it. Yeah. Right. What do you guys think yeah. of the triple points, like the the single, double, and triple points setup? I don't know if I really like that. Well, it's well. Yeah, I, I mean, you can kind of go against it, but it, it's doing it's. Maybe next year, right? The guy, the the guy goes one 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 one, and instead of having just a, a, a what would it be a six a twelve point lead, it would be all right. It would be six after the first one, and then it would double up. So so it'd be an eighteen point lead, right? Yeah. If it went the way that it's supposed to go, yeah. But um, you know, now like looking at it this way, it's it's doing exactly what it needs to do because Hunter yeah, had true. the bad round and. And now he's he's back up in front of it, and then they're so close with Mishimoto and Deegan, and and then um, with Kenny, he's he was like, well, those guys have gone just one, two, three, three, two, one. But uh, sorry, Jet had the sort of rough first moto, right? Uh, yeah. Which kind of gave him what do you get fourth overall, I think, right at yeah. uh, at yeah. Charlotte, I think. So I uh, anyway, yeah. it looks like it's working out. But uh, yeah, as a racer moving forward, you're like, oh, geez, this like you know, if you don't, if you have that one oddball moto where it takes your thing but like and it happens to like happen the on the third ra- the third round then you're, you're yeah screwed, like right? it's this <laughs> yeah. one here but yeah. but that's the hype of a show right ken like yeah coming into this weekend every single one of those guys like those three guys got to be on point nail the starts be so focused that they want a shot at what is it a half a million dollar for the win in 250 and a million dollar win in the in the 450 so yeah. like you know, as the, you know, the fans are going to be in the pits. Oh shit. Can Deegan do it? Oh man. Shimoda. This, like, and the other dynamic about it all, right. Hunter's going to 450 next year. Shimoda's going to Honda and Deegan is, is not going to, is just this unbelievable hype right now. You go to the other side of it. Sexton's going to KTM. Kenny is on a 17 year old dirt bike. <laughs> not kidding. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And then, and then jet was the perfect summer, but he loves one. Like the, the storyline. Anyway, it's exactly what you want to do if you're painting a picture. Like it couldn't yeah. have gone any better. Maybe next year it completely sucks and one guy wins it all and it doesn't make sense. But right now, you know, it's got my attention. It's got news. Yeah. It's got yours. Like we're excited for this Saturday. So yeah. well done. And, and you know, with any kind of promotion, whether it's AMO going to Chilliwack or Future West going to Revelstoke, you hope you're doing the right thing for it all to make sense for the people to come and buy into it and believe in it and, and buy a ticket and stuff. But you just never really know whether it might be weather or people don't show where the race is boring. But that's what promotion is. It's a risk. These guys took the risk to put this money up. And, uh, man, it's I'm I'm really excited about, like, all-day racing Saturday. Going to be at a Canadian one. It's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully it all works out. We get some good racing. And then this yeah. amount of money on the line just a few hours later. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. That'd be good. Okay. Uh, I guess maybe we'll just stay on the uh, American side of things. Um, obviously Canada's had their MXDN team announced for a long time and we all agree that it's, it's a, a really good team and we're all really happy with who's going. Uh, America finally, like very late announced their, uh, MXDN team. Uh, what do you guys think of that? How do you think they'll do? Are they top five or they, can they do top three? Uh, what do you guys think? Noof, we'll start with you. Uh, well, first of all, I'm just happy that they're sending a team regardless of its name, B, C, or D. That event needs USA. It's always Mm -hmm. the world against USA, no matter who's on the team or whatever. USA, as those digits stand, uh, or those letters stand, they bring fans in from all around the world because they want to see what they can do. Um, it wasn't looking good, man. Like it really, oh. I was thinking it wasn't happening. Me too. Yeah. Um, I was to that point. Yeah. Yeah. But what really pisses me off is that you go and everyone's just like, fucking USA, man. They can't like rich country. Can't even pull a team together. Blah, blah, blah. Well, then they announce a team and then there's just people shitting on the riders <laughs> and how shitty they are and how bad yeah, they suck. That's and unreal. This and that. It's so irritating. It's just like, but you can't, you just can't win. Right. Like I feel bad for AP, uh, Hampshire and Craig, if they do not like, if they don't do well, because they are going to get hammered on, on social media and stuff. Yeah. But I think it's a good team. I mean, the Craig one, maybe a little bit of a question mark. I mean, he's never been known to be crazy, crazy outdoors. But then again, last year, we didn't get to see him this year. But then again, last year, he was pretty solid. And he had some podiums and stuff like that. So um, it's not a winning team. Um, it's probably a long shot even for me for a podium. I mean, Australia, um, uh, France, France, and, and you know the uh, Netherlands or whatever, whatever the other team is, but top five for sure. I mean, it's it's still a, a solid team, and, and those guys are going to try their hardest. And I just fucking glad they're going. Like they they need to be there with the one, two, and three on their bike yeah, at the end for of the sure. day for the sake of the event and the sake of the fans and everything like that. Yeah, I agree. This whole the you know what humanity is just offside. Lately, just whatever it is, you know, like they're just, especially on the American side of things, right? We all have, uh, Ken, I don't know about yourself, but like me and Newf, got a ton of American people we know, and they're some of the best people we've ever met. And, you know, they, if, you, if you're if you one of these people that looks at it and you, you lump them all in one group, they get these, the good ones get shunned by the bad ones. Yeah. But like for the ones, like I read a few of the, I went, I'm like, I, I'm like, I got to read some of these comments. And I'm reading it, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. who the fuck are you people? Like, how can you allow that to come out of your mouth? Yeah. Um, like, it's just it's just awesome. But that is the world nowadays, right? Whether it's, a, you know, chewing up politicians or chewing up athletes, whatever it is, you, you think you have a voice and your opinion matters no matter what it is. And hopefully the athletes don't give a shit, right? Like, who cares? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, but hopefully. there's no yeah. way it's – it's probably hard not to, obviously, right? Um, yeah. it, it's 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 gotten brought up some way, whether it's through a buddy or, man, I'm really hopeful you guys are gonna kill it. Don't worry about what people say. Like, there's no way they can hide from it. But um, but at the end of the day, don't shit on these guys if they don't do well, or don't shit on them because oh, they're gonna because they're gonna because they stepped up. The yeah, and the riders that didn't make themselves available to go. Yeah. Well, just look, I look at the way they're, the, you know, I, when I did, did that interview with Courtney and we were talking about it, and of course I listen to everything Steve does, like, man, like Cowie's got no interest in it. Yeah. The Yamaha team pulled it. The Deegans kind of went against it. Well, they didn't go against it, but they did, they blamed the team. And 
and it's of course Tomax Heard and Cooper getting married, all this kind of stuff. Like it just it just wasn't working out. I don't really think it was anybody like I actually know there is a little bit of fuck that event and, and fuck in front, right? There is still a little bit of that, I think, behind yeah. the scenes. And of course, there seems like there's not a lot of fans of Roger DeCosta still being in his seat. Again, we're not in in those conversations. This is just hearsay for but like um yeah, I don't know. The 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 we thought we had problems when it was our CMA struggles and riders, this and that. Like I couldn't even imagine being, you know, um Pellet Mike Pelletier, um uh Christian yeah. uh, uh Christina Christina Denny. Denny. Yeah. Christina Denny. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, even like I don't know if you guys listened to the pulp show last week of uh, new if you obviously know Parabinos really well. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I almost think that he wanted to cry. I bet like I, hey, like, I felt like it was almost yeah. near the moment, like he was so his his he's like it was soul was sucked out of him. He's like, man, mm-hmm. the passion is sucked out of me. And like, there's like Americans, like the ones you know, your JTs, Paul Perry. Like, there's so much patriotism, and and I'll I'll tell I always tell stories about when I used to do TV in Arena Cross, and in those small town buildings on Friday night, people coming in there after their long day at work or Saturday, whatever it is, their long day week of work, and they're coming and they put on that American anthem. I've never felt so like just like warm and, and like, and, and so embraced and seeing all these people just so warm to their nation and so proud. Yeah. Um, and of course there are the bad ones. And these are the ones that like to throw these comments on these Instagrams or social, whatever it is. But like America is such a passionate country when it comes to their, their sports. And um, there's no difference. Look at us at Redbud. We go to Redbud, look at the fucking people. And then, yeah. so um, to Aaron Passenger, they'll never listen to this, but to Passenger, Hampshire and Christian Craig, you guys are amazing. You're going to do amazing. Just go and fucking be yourselves. You guys yeah, are amazing exactly. athletes yeah. and finish where you finish. And, and it is what it is kind of thing, but uh, hopefully they don't deter or let anybody affect them. Like, you know what I mean? Like remember when, uh, Keast, Benoit and T-Dag or not T-Dag, sorry, J-Dags, uh, yeah. in Colorado, 2010 people in Canada. Remember that back then it was the forum, right? They were just shitting on those guys. Yeah, because it was quote unquote a B team, but those guys did awesome there. They qualified for the A main and they did good. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, it, it just just goes – it just, you know, um, being an athlete is, is a lot tougher than most people think, you know, no matter what what level you're at. And, um, you know, I, I well, look at what AP did on s- Saturday. Yeah, he yeah, was because awesome. He, he was fired up, I think, right? Like, he's yeah. he's ready to carry this flag. He's an amazing guy. I don't really know him at all. I, I think I've maybe said hi, like, as a fan kind of thing in the pits. But, man, I'll tell you, like, that guy's going to carry that flag so proud. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm – seeing him get picked and me like I'm, I'm as excited for my team in Canada as I am for those guys. I want to, I'm like, I, I love the underdog. I love the yeah. underdog. You know what I mean? And they are the underdog coming in against Australia and France. Um, and yeah, I think the Netherlands is probably the next Germany's got a pretty good team. Yeah. Um, Spain has got a good team. Yeah. Um, like, you know what? Everybody's like, they're all got like solid squads. I think France is on top. Because I, I haven't uh, – the Australian is uh, Lawrence Brothers and um, Dean, Ferris. Dean Ferris. I haven't really heard much about him in a while, so I don't know where well, he's Dean at. Dean Ferris career. just won the Australian national championship. Okay, okay. So he, he – I did, okay, he's obviously – some, like, good guys. It wasn't – like, it, he's old, man. Dean yes, well, I yeah. thought, I, I thought the obvious choice would have been Mitch Evans, right? But he just got hurt. Yeah, but Ferris right. is better than Evans right now. Evans yeah. at the bed lately, right? But, so. yeah, I think Australia is going to be obviously good. I mean – Obviously, the Lawrence brothers are, are going to be, you know, the <laughs> favorites. Tough. But yeah. uh, Ferris will be – I can't see him being any worse than a fifth, sixth-place guy in the motos, honestly. 
Okay, let's talk. Let's talk our team. Okay, I don't know if we've actually put our have we put our bets in yet for this. Where are we finishing? If everything works out properly, starts getting through the first turns, all that jazz. Ken, where does Team Canada finish in twenty twenty three? Eighth. Noof. Eight. Six. I'm going to go six. I don't think it's going to be our best, which is fifth, but I think we're going to finish six this year. I thought eighth was our best. No, they got fifth uh, in Lear up that year. Oh, with uh, J.S. Uh, Morgan Clapp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fifth team. was fifth <laughs> overall. Eighth was Bud's Creek, I believe. Yeah. They got eighth at Bud's Creek. I mean, it's definitely possible. I, I, we haven't had this solid of a team where, where the riders are healthy and they, they're coming off highs of seasons, seasons bet. Like, you know, Pettis is, Pettis is really exciting, man. He's been putting in the work. He's fucking riding at St. Julie, which honestly, I, you're not going to find a track that's any closer to Erne than St. Julie. It's like the exact same dirt. So that's kind of exciting to see him doing that. Um, you know, McNabb, Coming off a good season, good bike. Yeah, it's it's possible, but man, we need starts and we just need to stay out of trouble. So as much as like we need these guys to perform at their highest, we also need some luck too, right? I mean, there's so much luck in this event. Yeah. Um, with how things go and, and whatnot. But I think it's yeah, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be really good. Um, I agree. I'm pumped for it. Pumped for Supercross kicking off this weekend. Pumped for that. Pumped for this SMX. Like, what a great fall we got going on, our boys. We got a lot of lot of stuff to kind of keep our, uh, yeah, you know, keep tickling our uh, our uh, addiction. Hey, what do we think about like how does Ryder do at MXDN? Is he going to come out and he had a kind of a rough one last year, right? So, do you think he was so much better this year? I think he's grown up a lot because he's so young and you kind of forget that. Is does he step up and and uh, you know? maybe just perform better than, than we expect or, or than he did last year? Or what do you think? Well, the tough part about the MX2 guy at this track particular, a lot of hills. Yeah, um, so you're always and it is yeah. a long, It is a long um, a long start to the right, I believe, right, Nuf? Right? It goes yeah, down to, to the, the right, right, I think. Yeah, right, to, and then sweeps left. Up so there. depending on how we qualify, whatever gate pick, you got. I'm pretty sure you got to give MX2 the inside. Um, or, like, I mean... Pettis is a is a great starter, right? Uh, Dylan sort of picked up it was pretty decent on the start. So I, I, this is always a tough call, like as far as how this goes. It depends how they qualify. But if if he can get at least one top fifteen, yeah, one top fifteen with whatever moto they mix in, whether it's the MX three or MX two or MX one, if he get his one top fifteen and then both Pettis and Dylan do what they should they be able to do, do yeah. I think that's I think that's where where and they get you know ten to twelve or eight to twelve eight to 14 somewhere in there and their motos. I think that's what gives us that chance at that, that six to eight spot that we're all picking in here. Yeah. I think if I was a betting man, that the moto drop would be one of McNabb's probably just for how hard yeah. tough it's going to be. Yeah. Um, for sure. I mean, that's going to be tough on a two fifty, but it is hilly, but it's not super deep. You know what I mean? And McNabb rides hard packed really well, like really, really well. Um, that hard clay shitty rut, you know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, so is Pettis. Over. Yeah, Pettis is really good at that. So yeah. Dylan will be the one that maybe struggles with that a little bit, and he tends to override the motorcycle, which we've seen lots. He 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 needs that soft base to be able to turn the bike sometimes and, and be able to soak up how hard he goes. But 
the same time, Dylan has experience over there. That's the thing that's going to help him. I mean, he's ridden, he's raced a lot of these guys. He knows kind of the format now. Um, so I think that the experience level with Dylan will come in, come in huge. Okay. Yeah, no, it's uh, should be exciting. And, and congrats again to Courtney for getting the money and getting it all put together. I mean, yeah. I even said, I said in the pod, I, I can't remember if you guys listened, but I don't think there was ever a doubt this year that she was going to be able to raise the money and, and, no. and get a team there and some of that. So um, I know obviously she was nervous, but um, good on the industry and the sponsors and all the people that lent a hand and put a little bit of extra money in on top of the fundraising and the merch stuff. So we're going and, and by the sounds of things on that pod, like it sounds like we got a pretty comfortable setting for years to come. So this is going to be an event that team Canada is going to be represented at for, it seems like for a while, which is good, yeah. which is good, a good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Okay, um, one last thing that I do want to talk about is, and we, we don't have to get into too much detail because it's quite a ways out, but how's the uh, Newf Galdi Ammo AX uh, <laughs> series going? How, what's the stress level at? What, what do you guys think? Uh, well, I'd be the only one stressing, I think. I don't think Newfie's really stressed too much, but I'm, um, stressed. I'm, I'm not invested in this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm all I'm trying to do is make my friend Ryan Lockhart more grass money. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> By the end of the arena cross, he will have so much fucking grass that his Sunday afternoons with a nice cocktail with his beautiful wife staring at the sun and be like, you know what, honey, we've made it. Look at the fucking grass we have. That's where we're at right now. Now nah, things are good. I got a lot of great people jumping on board sponsor wise. I got a bunch of announcements and stuff coming out this week and, and uh, people out West have, have, uh, um, I built like a cool little program and so far everything's, everything's, everybody's believing in it. And, um, no, nah, I think, I think it's going to be going to be a banger. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. And everybody at the building seems like they're involved and, and so far so good. Nothing awesome. on our end. No stress, Great. no stress so far anyway. Yeah. You need to get that info this week though. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Noof. Well, I have to fucking wait for people not, to build me. I'm not the whip here. You got to remember not everybody like follows ammo, the best motocross series in the world out here. Right. Like people are asking me the dates. Right. And I'm like, well, they're out there, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, if there was a possibility of getting the shared on the other group, that would be wonderful, but that hasn't really. That ain't fun. To Thanks. That's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> As That's, much as we wanted it to happen, that ain't happening. Yeah. So, um, but um, yeah, no, we're we're looking at, as of right now. You know, just over what are we? Three months? Two months? Three months? Two months? Two months? Just over two months out. We're looking good, unless everything will be getting announced. But if they don't follow ammo now, and if how am I going to get them to follow it? I send it to you. I send the info to you. You're my man on the floor. I will. I'll get it out there. You're my man. Did you put that thing up this weekend that I gave you? 100%, I guess. There we go. That everybody knows. Everybody knows. And I set it up my riders meeting, too. Nah, you're a fucking good man. See, the grass is coming. I get, I'm going to I'm gonna come and seed some of this grass while I'm out there. That's what I'm going to come do. I'm going to put more grass. I'm going to seed it for you. <laughs> you're going to bring you some of that good stuff. We know who won't be seeing the grass is fucking Ken Ken. Because <laughs> All Ken's nope. going to be seeing is fucking tumbleweeds and there was a lot of tumbleweeds here last week it was windy <laughs> and it's dry <laughs> there's tumbleweeds everywhere <laughs> um one thing i can uh, talk about here boys is i sent it out to you guys so you know we are about a 10 11 shows left this year so with our little uh schedule that created so we're gonna have lots more content coming up for people that uh might were kind of annoyed at us to taking a three-week break <laughs> yeah lots of content coming up here and of course there's silly season things and i'll be digging into riders and managers and 
all that good stuff. So and hopefully we got some cool announcements coming up with some new sponsors and growing and things are good. Ken, you sent us numbers. I think we're doing, we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's good. Yeah, we're, yeah, we appreciate everybody out there listening, man. But from the three of us, it Absolutely. means a lot. Yep. And uh, it's not easy to us, like Nufus said a few times, not easy for us to get all coordinated in three different areas. But uh, it's fun and it's uh, it's growing. So I'm, I hope I you guys are to, pumped. Uh, I have to pee really bad. So yes, I do as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, while you guys are thinking about it, uh, I want to tell a really story that's going to only take you <laughs> probably 20 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, guys, big shout out once again. KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, Gas Gas Canada, Race Tech Suspension, Charlie Johnson Racing Suspension, Bristol Coachworks, um, and, of course, Calismoto.com. Use those people. Use the codes. Use our, our help. Support them. So they support us. Fellas, have fun taking a pee. Um, I hope you're thinking of me while you're doing it because I just it's always fresh. Everything's fresh. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to you later.